This is Tonkabon episode 48. This week we'll be going over Death Note volumes 3 and 4. My name is Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Uh, going pretty well. I'm kind of, we were just talking about this a second ago, but mm-hmm. I feel like I don't remember this series moving so quickly. This yeah. feels like we're nearing the end game and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm. if you've read the series, you know that there's a lot more to it, but... I don't feel like I remember a lot of the stuff that happens near the end. Yeah, it definitely, yeah, like the stuff that happens in, you know, like volume four here feels so late in the story, but it's it's not. It's only a third of the way through. <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious to see how both of us feel about the latter half of the series. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously not going to like talk too much about it now, but... There's there is a lot that happens and I don't really remember any of it. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know at least the first few times I have watched and read it, like the that second half definitely falls off. It is not quite as quality as the first half, but you know there's still some there's some good stuff in there. So yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of to go through it again and you know see how we see how we feel about definitely. it. Definitely. Um. All right. Well, do you want to get started with uh with volume three? Volume three, I feel like is particularly kind of kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot happens. Um, so I'll start off with a uh, chapter seventeen, which is titled "Trash." And in this uh in this chapter, Light pretends to be reading like a porno magazine in his room while Ryuk checks the room for bugs because, as we remember from the last chapter, they're sort of starting this like constant surveillance of the yagami family since l is starting to suspect them Mm -hmm. um interpol then runs a tv bulletin that says that 1500 detectives are now in japan searching for kira a light devises a plan to continue to write names while avoiding detection from the bugs and hidden cameras in his room that ryuk finds he has a sort of potato chip bag that he leaves somewhat open and he hides a small portable LCD TV inside the bag while blocking the view with his back. So he's able to watch TV using this like portable TV set and somehow avoid detection from the cameras while writing in his death note. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a weird plan, but I guess it works for him. Yeah, this one at least like kind of makes some sense, except there's the one part where um ryuk is like so you don't think your family will uh like there's no way your family's gonna like open up this bag and he's like no they only eat like whatever plain or sour cream and onion they will never touch the barbecue chips like what if they have to pick it up and move it they're gonna feel a giant like they're gonna feel a tv in the bottom of it like what are you what's going on yeah and i i actually had that exact panel (laughs) saved i think the way it's translated is so funny because there's like quotes around the flavors of chips Uh and i don't understand why they did that he's like my family only eats plain or sour cream and onion (laughs) i'm absolutely sure nobody else will touch the barbecue (laughs) like it just makes it that much more ridiculous Mm mm-hmm and i i honestly light is kind of insane in this chapter because he just like goes home and he just sits on his bed and just straight up like looks at this is insane yeah and uh l's like he's it's he's 17 it's only normal like he's just like yeah just chilling like flipping through poor mass he says geez tricked by the cover again (laughs) (laughs) 
incredible. I do love the panel where you, you know, it starts with page one and they're about to enter the house, or whatever. And it's like, it looks pretty serious. And then the next panel is just, uh, Light looking at one of the magazines and <laughs> Ryuk's face is just like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> also, there's another great just like bit of dialogue here where we see uh we see Light picking up the barbecue potato chips and his sister says, no way, you're eating potato chips right after dinner? You're going to get fat. <laughs> and he said, it's for later. I'm studying till late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, the dialogue between, like, the family members is so, like, stilted, um, but I can't tell if that's, like, just how they've done it, or if it's supposed to make you think that Light is more of a psychopath, because that's what that's what the vibe I get. <laughs> yeah, I do, too, because there's actually, um, in the anime, there's that scene where he's doing the, like, he's using this potato chip mm-hmm. plan, and he's like, I'll take a potato chip and eat it yep <laughs> and it's even more bizarre and wooden sounding mm-hmm. yep and i so at the end he just like throws the bag in the trash and stuff and uh ryuka's like didn't that cost you it was like you know the quote of four hundred dollars this dude's just like yeah, throwing four hundred dollars in the trash like geez oh Pete's, dude yeah he he's losing it for sure <laughs> incredible this guy's so the worst yeah <laughs> so in uh chapter 18 which is called gaze uh unfortunately for light he was only able to kill two petty criminals because the tv that he used and immediately threw away was too small to actually read but he was still able to elude L's suspicions and the surveillance equipment is removed from his house Later, Light takes the entrance exam for the pre- prestigious To'o University, and he's perturbed by a strange man sitting with his legs on the desk behind him. Uh, he doesn't know it, but we readers know that L is trying to get in the same university that he is. Mm-hmm. Which, I remember watching the anime for the first time and being like, oh shit, this is crazy. Yeah, this... Um... Yeah, my note for this is this is kind of the L intro that we deserved the first time. Like they they spent yeah. all that time setting up his his intro in the whatever the second volume or whatever it is, and it's just sort of like, uh, okay, yeah. But this was like truly kind of bizarre and like really reflects L. Like he looks like a weirdo. This is you know a peak L form. I feel like. Yeah, and I do think in the manga, there's this cool thing at the end of this chapter where there's like a blank black page and a blank white page right after they're introduced. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a little over the top, but pretty cool. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, but... Ryuk looks awesome in this chapter, too. He's just like dangling apples in front of his face, (laughs) looking absolutely deranged as Mm -hmm. he eats like... A bowl full of apples. Yep. Awesome looking. <laughs> yeah, he's like got himself all twisted up and stuff. It's it's great. Any other notes on this chapter? You want to? Nope, that's it for ahead? me. Yeah, let's hop into nineteen. All right. Well, in chapter nineteen, we get kind of like a dramatic time skip here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess. He and L both pass their exams with perfect scores, and they're both chosen to speak at the college entrance ceremony. In this case, L is actually enrolling under a pseudonym so that Light won't be able to figure out what his first and last name are. 
and he's chosen the uh, name of like a popular pop singer. But as they both take the stage, he whispers to Light that he actually is ill, which causes Light to internally panic. Uh, when they get home, Light is understandably furious, but he still declines. Uh, he still declines Ryuk's offer to obtain the Shinigami eyes for the time being. He wants to beat L at his own game by a pure strategy. Um, I do remember liking this part of the anime, and I did think this was a fun chapter as well, seeing mm-hmm. the uh, contrast between Light, who has like perfect posture and is super composed, and L like walking up on stage in basically like a t-shirt and cargo pants, mm-hmm. looking completely like haggard. Yep. Yeah, and there's some. Uh, this is the first time I've seen Light like really lose his shit too. There's some really like grotesque panels of of Light in this one where he's like, you know mad that kind of that l got to him like he's you know he at one point it it, the panel looks like he's like army crawling on the ground but i guess he's like leaned over his desk or whatever (laughs) but yeah yeah Yeah, there's one where he's like laughing Mm -hmm. and he looks truly grotesque yep yeah just yeah maniacal yeah there's some some good panels in this one uh but i also like this one where you know uh, L like introduces himself and like just says, "If you're L, you have my full respect and admiration." <laughs> yeah, there's I think parts in this same volume where L is like this man. He he like uses this exact word. He's like this guy is so corny. Mm-hmm. He could never be evil. Yep. <laughs> um. So in uh, chapter twenty, Light and L play this like epic like crazy game of tennis on campus that attracts a crowd due to the sheer skill of each player light was apparently like the junior high tennis champion and i I guess l is just also really good at tennis as well and the two reflect on their schemes up to this point internally as they volley back and forth Light eventually wins the match, and L invites him to join the investigation task force while warning him that he does suspect that he is Kira. This was a really like iconic chapter as well, mm-hmm. one of the highlights of the anime. Yep. And even though nothing really like of importance <laughs> happens here, it is just like a cool Light versus L moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the, you know, once again, kind of the difference between the two characters. Light is there in, like, his, you know, he looks like Roger Federer walking out. And then L is wearing jeans and, like, basketball shoes to go play tennis. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. If you can, like, pl- if you can play sports in jeans, yeah. like, and actually do well, mm-hmm. you might be the greatest of all time. Yep. Because, like, it makes me think of, like, when I go to the gym and I see people, like, working out in jeans, I'm like, what are what are you doing yeah it's mind-boggling <laughs> so you know props to l for actually holding his own wearing you know just his hot topic <laughs> looking outfit mm-hmm. also like too there's so many people gathered to watch them play tennis that like i don't care how good they are you could literally have roger federer and nadal out there playing and at like a random college, you would not have thirty people there watching them play tennis. <laughs> like people would not yeah. notice or care. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to me how 
maybe the dynamic in college is different in Japan or whatever, but people are like, wow, these are the two top students. Like, mm-hmm. we all know who the, who the top students in the school are. Like, what are they majoring in? Yeah. We don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh, these are the two smartest people in the school. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, we, we don't even we don't know what they're studying or anything. Are they really the top are they really like the top students if they're just taking some gen ed classes? Yeah, exactly. They're taking Toho University one oh one and <laughs> and swimming or something. Yeah, like are they like obviously I feel like Light is probably majoring in criminal justice, mm. but like what's L majoring in? Yeah. <laughs> Just like general studies. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I need to need to learn more about the uh, the Japanese schooling system because there's some things in any of these manga I'm just like I don't I don't, I don't understand this at all. Like <laughs> like Sket Dance, they're playing to us they're playing a concert to a school of like four thousand people, it looks like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, so in uh, chapter 21, which is titled Duplicity, they go hang out for lunch afterward, and L says he believes there's a 1% chance that Light is Kira, but his, deduct- his deductive skills would be worth adding to their team. He then tests Light's ability to make sense of some of the evidence surrounding the case, including the notes that spelled out, L, did you know g- uh, gods of death like apples from before? Uh, then L shows him this fake fourth note, to try to get a reaction out of Light, but Light manages to keep calm, even though he's like, you know, obviously I didn't write a fourth note. Mm-hmm. Elvin says that he's just one of a few people that go by the name L, and there's people all around the country that are going by the same pseudonym. Uh, suddenly, Light gets a call telling him that his father was hospitalized but uh, with a heart attack, and the chapter ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And- uh- I love the part here uh, at the beginning where they're they're going to sit like in the back of the cafe or whatever, and uh, Light says, "Yeah, for one thing, back here nobody's gonna be staring at you for sitting like that." And just like laughs at him, <laughs> cracks me up. <laughs> and and L says, "If I sit the way other people do, my reasoning ability drops by forty percent." That's amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. I also I love like this panel of them after the tennis match where like. L is just sort of standing and he's holding the racket <laughs> with like his thumb and forefinger mm-hmm. just like straight up staring into like blank space. <laughs> yeah, it looks completely deranged. <laughs> For real. Um but yeah, this is another like fun chapter that just like you know, sets up the contrast between the two characters and I do like how after Light's dad has a heart attack, this is the first time we see both of these characters looking equally shocked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I think is cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that that last panel where they're both like, you know, they both suspect Kira or whether, whatever. Um, yeah. I think that's cool. So uh, in chapter 22, L and Light's family gather around Light's dad at the hospital. His dad seems pretty convinced that this was caused not by Kira, but by the stress of the investigation, and he refuses to pull out of the case despite his family's wishes. Then L and Light talk about who they think Kira might be. Light tells L that he'll join the investigation, but only once his dad recovers. Do you have any notes about this chapter? Um, my only one is that the Sakura, the Sakura TV guy is one heck of a journalist. 
He's like, if you don't have anything, let's just make it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's something that I've noticed in a lot of manga series. It's just this, like, straight-up disdain for journalists as well. Yep, yeah. Just, like, in general, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do do not like them. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like My Hero Academia is the same way as well. They're Mm -hmm. just, like, they'll have, like, scenes where the TV stations are just, like, all right, time to wake up and make up the news. Yep. <laughs> All right, so in uh, chapter 23, which is called Hard Run, uh, the news channel Soccer TV broadcasts a home-recorded message from a new person claiming to be Kira, which correctly predicts the deaths of two petty criminals and two news anchors. And these like Kira broadcasts are kind of like, uh, filmed on VHS tape using a piece of paper that has Kira written in font that's like similar to the one L uses, and they're using like weird slowed down voice tricks. Mm. Um, the new Kira's message asks the police to help him carry out this utopian vision, and policeman Yukita shows up to the TV station to try to interfere with the broadcast, and he's literally just like killed on site drops dead as soon as he walks through the door uh light's dad leaves his hospital bed and goes to the scene of the crime where he just straight up drives a police van through the station's doors yeah my only note for this one is that the page turn from 17 to page 18 19 where uh light's dad is driving the (laughs) the van through thing phenomenal it's so good like it's just he's you know um his wife goes in he's like left the hospital bed and the next page he's just like you know he's he's always drawn in this really like uh whatever like hyper realistic style compared to everyone else and he's just yeah hauling this van through the through the tv <laughs> station it's it's awesome i love that love that page so much yeah it's an insane development i kind of forgot that happened Mm -hmm. and it surprised me even the second time going through the story yeah same here yeah totally totally forgot about that (laughs) um so in chapter 24 which is called shield uh the van bursts through the door and the new kira voice says the police have four days to decide whether or not to work with them and they'll broadcast a new tape depending on the answer Light's dad breaks into the studio offices, his head covered with his jacket, and he seizes the tapes as evidence. Uh, Kira included the two tapes in anticipation of the authorities' response. If they agree to his terms, they're to broadcast the details of all criminals, even the ones convicted of petty crimes, so that Kira can judge them. Uh, The top national police agency officials, along with L, must also appear on TV in order to agree to the deal. Answering no means that either Light's dad or L need to appear on TV to be killed. Um, so this is just like more continuation of the insanity that happened in the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to see it play out. There's this like huge panel of a riot squad outside of the soccer TV headquarters. And yeah, it just looks absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, that panel's so cool. And I love the uh I love Light's dad just like pointing the gun at the the TV station director guy. It's like, <laughs> you know, he's like holding him up. He's like, you know, yeah, hand, hand over the tapes. So I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, and it's funny to see like the T 
TV news' reaction to the police storming the other TV station. They're like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. this is what the government needs to be doing. Like, I don't know how people would react in this situation, <laughs> but I feel like the press would not be cool with this. No, yeah, that would Probably be... Probably for good reason. Yeah, yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, not not that Sakura TV is doing a great job either, but mm-hmm. man, this is pretty extreme, and I don't think this would go over very well in real life. Yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, yeah, f- frowned upon for sure. <laughs> In chapter 25, which is titled Fool, uh, Light is extremely happy about these new developments and the confusion that they've caused. And uh, he also can kind of assume, based on this way that the new Kira is killing, that this new Kira made a trade for the Shinigami eyes since they're able to just like kill people on site without knowing their name. Uh, Light actually ends up joining the investigation task force, and L also seems to agree that there's a second Kira. Uh, at the end of the chapter, we get our first look at new character Misa Mane, who's walking the streets of Tokyo with a Shinigami in tow, and we can safely assume that she's the one doing the killings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my only note for this is I totally forgot that Misa already has the Shinigami eyes when she uh, like yeah, joins the story. Yeah, and I also feel like it's here that I remembered that L had this character trait where he was like always eating cake and mm-hmm. like sweets and stuff like that. I think they might have made a bigger deal about that in the anime, but they I've noticed like after this chapter they start putting it in there more often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely it definitely took them a while to sort of figure out what they wanted L to be. Yeah. But yeah, I thought and, that this chapter was cool. I, I liked this volume a lot. Uh, I think we'll get into a little bit with volume four or whatever, but volume four was a lot more kind of dense and there's a, a lot of stuff that happens here in volume three. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And here we also get another example of Death Note introducing the character like from behind mm-hmm. or like from an angle where you don't really get to see their face and then yep. they'll show you what they look like in the next chapter or in mm-hmm. this case next volume yep yeah yeah but i i liked this volume this volume a lot there's a lot of good a lot of good chapters in this one yeah it's really fun for sure mm-hmm. yeah and then volume four this one i feel like there was a lot of stuff that went on but it was all very like you know uh like investigative and stuff so it's it's pretty yeah, yeah pretty dense and wordy these ones are so i'll you know these these summaries might be a little bit rough but we'll uh you okay. know we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pick up some of the notes as we go <laughs> yeah but uh yeah in volume four we start with chapter 26 uh where l requests that light join the task force um l first tests light by showing him the the videos from the second kira and seeing if light realizes that there are two kiras and naturally uh he does with light on the task force they pose as kira and send a message to the second kira the second kira responds by saying they should meet and show each other a shinigami um light is panicked by the second kira's recklessness because uh yeah she just kind of out there like talking about uh shinigami and stuff (laughs) um yeah my one note for this is i noticed here like how incompetent the rest of the task force is if light can just sort of like railroad this entire discussion and no one else is like offering any ideas at all like what purpose do they serve yeah exactly i do love the way that um 
we've seen it in the past a little bit but the way l like holds up pieces of paper by mm-hmm. their corners using his thumb and forefinger and just like yep. reads them dangling up in the air <laughs> mm-hmm. also uh Misa's shrine to Kira is I, I forgot that was a thing. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you really saw it in full in the anime, but that is mm-hmm. truly sick. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see, and then chapter twenty-seven, uh we see the second Kira for the first time, this uh just blonde goth girl, Misa. Um her Shinigami tells her how to kill a Shinigami by making them fall in love with a human and use their death note to extend the human's life. Uh, the Shinigami then tells the story of a man who stalked a girl and was going to kill her when the Shinigami Jealous uh, kind of stepped in and stopped it by writing the guy's name in the death note. Um, so then Jealous died, uh, turning into like a pile of like rust and ash and stuff, and the girl was saved. Uh, the girl in the story is revealed to be the second Kira, Misa, and then at the end, the second Kira sends another video uh, and a journal entry. Um, yeah, this is a cool little moment too kind of like the shinigami eyes where they just like drop this part that doesn't really become all that relevant until like a little bit later but yeah uh, yeah i like this you know this uh like kind of brief backstory we get for for misa and some more kind of shinigami realm uh lore i guess yeah i i do like the uh design for jealous he looks really gross Mm -hmm. and (laughs) pathetic yep (laughs) Yeah, but this is a um, a fun one. I like Rim's design as well. Mm-hmm. Like the, the bandaged up love, head and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love, because they show um, the second Kira's diary on TV, which is supposed to be sort of like message to the mm-hmm. new Kira. And there's some really funny entries on here. There's like, um, it says, I forgot to do my report, so I copied it off my friend. I bought Jump for the first time in a while. The short story was really good. And then there's one where it says, like, I heard they're coming out with something better than the PS2 called the PSX. Wow. <laughs> I thought, so I read that one. I always thought that the PSX was the name uh, for the PS1. Like, that's what, if you, yeah. uh, if you look for emulators and stuff, it's the PSX emulator. <laughs> that That reminds me of, like, when youtube was first coming out there would be all these videos like this is that what the xbox 720 will look uh, like uh-huh yep and absolutely it would be like this really absurd piece of technology <laughs> yep mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it'd always be some, something crazy gamecube 2 <laughs> <laughs> um then in chapter uh, 28, the uh, the task force decides to send people to uh, Aoyama and Shibuya to see if they can find the second Kira because uh, in the um, in the journal entry, it mentions those two kind of locations. Um, Matsuda and Light are chosen to go. Uh, Light invites some of his cram school friends to go to Aoyama as well so that the second Kira can't tell who Ryuk is kind of attached to because, you know, Ryuk is always going to be falling around. And if they can see Light Shinigami, obviously they'll know it's him. Um, however, as they pass the cafe, the second Kira is sitting there and picks Light out immediately because Death Note Holder's lifespan does not appear to those with the Shinigami eyes. So mm. she just kind of looks at the group and, you know, Whoever doesn't have the, uh, whoever doesn't have their lifespan is is clearly clearly Kira. Um, yeah, this chapter was pretty fun. I like uh, I don't know. I like how sort of 
immediately we get like some stuff with the uh the shinigami eyes and like it actually plays like a real part in the story and uh things like that i just thought this one was kind of fun more detective-y sort of stuff but not you know as dense as what we get with with l and light a lot of times yeah um the cover or color page for this chapter is really cool too yeah 10 Um, out of 10 yeah like compared to the stuff we get today in shonen jump this one Mm kind of blows it all out of the water yeah definitely man i didn't even think about that yeah most color pages now you just get like a couple characters like sitting in chairs or whatever this is yeah this one's awesome yeah (laughs) yeah and i love how uh I love Misa's design in the color page because she looks like, uh, like throughout the manga, she is definitely like, you know, whatever, weird looking, but designed a lot cuter. This one, they just like straight up wanted her to look like she was in like Susie and the Banshees or something. Yeah, I kind of wish they went with that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I wish they went with that more consistently because, yeah, that's a cool, much cooler look in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, my other note for this is I sort of forgot that, like, Ryuk was in the series until he starts uh, talking to Light in this chapter. He kind of, he kind of, like, goes MIA for a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Or doesn't, like, play, you know, a super huge, huge role or have, like, any, any like, standout uh, scenes. Um, yeah. And that's, then- that's disappointing. Yeah, and then in chapter 29, the NPA narrows down that Second Kira must have seen Kira in Aoyama thanks to uh, a video from the Second Kira. They send out a message to uh, the Second Kira to try to convince them to join their uh, to kind of to join their side, but Misa instead goes to Light's house to introduce herself. Light learns that Misa is maybe a little more capable than he originally thought, and that she's completely obsessed with him since. Uh, he killed the person who murdered her parents. Um, she wants Light to be her boyfriend, but he refuses, but says he'll, uh, you know, quote unquote, play the part. And then, uh, you know, Kira and second Kira have sort of officially teamed up. Um, this is another fun little chapter where she just kind of like shows up at his doorstep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm, I'm second Kira. <laughs> yeah, I love this opening page where we see like, Misa's laptop, which has all of these super like edgy band stickers on it. Mm-hmm. She's a cat, which I didn't realize until just now. And there are these like Invader Zim ass plush toys everywhere. Yep, or like those, uh, what are they called? Like ugly dolls or something like that. They look like those too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to collect ugly dolls. They need, I need to bring those back. Those mm-hmm. were sick. Yep, yeah, real uh, like Happy Tree Friends vibes. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, I love the part too where uh, you know they're like going up to Light's room and uh, his sister says is that Light's girlfriend I can see her panties and her mom goes of course not that's not funny say you <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yeah that's um typical Oba and Obata dialogue right there yep mm-hmm. just Absolutely. like <laughs> um Yep, and then in chapter 30, uh, L's suspicion of Light grows even stronger. He tasks Mogi with uh, keeping tabs on Light since Light uh, hasn't seen him yet because he was investigating, uh, I think it was like the actual like the actual director of the NPA is who he was supposed to be mm-hmm. investigating. Um, but so, uh, yes, yeah, so he doesn't know who he is. So then Light and Misa start, uh, quote unquote, dating so Misa can 
try to see L's name. Light tells Misa he'll kill her if she doesn't follow his orders, but her Shinigami Rem tells Light that uh, he'll write his name in his death note if he tries. So unlike um, sort of Light and Ryuk, where Light is in possession of Ryuk's death note, uh, Misa and Rem kind of have two, one to one to each of them. Yeah, I think Rim is actually a cooler character than I remembered and mm-hmm. plays like a really big part in the story, which was surprising. Yeah, I was always sort of annoyed with Rim like the first uh, time I watched it because he just kind of like gets in the way of like fun stuff happening, right? Like, you know, yeah, uh, like being able to just like kill a bunch of people. But yeah, I think it he definitely helps the story a lot. Uh, you know, he kind of keeps... He, like, keeps things on track so that they can't go off the rails, right? Because Light needs some sort of check or he, he just wins uh, right here, Chapter 30. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like Misa's website a lot, too. Uh, you see the Internet Explorer logo in the top right corner, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> yep. Um, and then chapter 31, Light starts seeing a girl at his university to the dismay of the other students because I guess she's supposed to be like the hottest girl in school. And then Light <laughs> is, you know, the, as we mentioned earlier, the, the smartest guy in school. So they're kind of like, well, of course, those two would uh, be together. And then Elle figured out from the video that Kira and second Kira have joined forces. And Misa shows up unexpectedly uh, again at Light's house and Light asks Rim to kill Elle and uh, Rim agrees. Um, so not a whole, whole lot in this one, but we get like some big stuff at the end where, you know, we're we're going to go try to kill kill Elle finally. Yeah, um... <laughs> The first thing I think about in this chapter is like the the L or the light dick riding is like insane. <laughs> like <Yes. laughs> everybody is obsessed with him constantly. Uh-huh. Like Come yep. on, he has no haters whatsoever, especially if people like him this much. Like nobody thinks he's annoying or like you well, know, he's just an asshole to everyone. There's this part here where yeah. he's talking to uh is it in this chapter where he's talking to um, Matsuda and he's like, uh, school and now this light uh, must be must be like really tough and light just says not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody nobody thinks he's a jerk. Yeah. Also, I I do love the panel where L like sees light hanging out with a girl while he's walking and he's just like perched on the bench shoeless mm-hmm. <laughs> reading a book yep. <laughs> he looks amazing well and if you saw and someone then, like posted up like that i would like you would turn and walk away and this girl's just like oh okay yeah that's cool you go go talk to him like no don't like what are you this guy is clearly like not all right <laughs> i also love that like L has absolutely no riz whatsoever. He like he cannot talk to women at uh-huh. all. And I guess he I I had forgotten that he was also like a fan of Mises as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he, I love I love that, he was like, that part of it. Yeah, he he said that like he was a fan. He's reading like teenage girl magazines, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like mm-hmm. he's out here reading tiger beat and like teen vogue yeah that's that's awesome very interesting 
Um, in chapter 32, L tells Light's dad that if he dies in the next couple of weeks, that Light is uh, like 100% Kira. So Light is walking through campus when he sees L, who also reveals this to Light. Um, suddenly, Misa shows up again and Light introduces L, but Misa can see that uh, Hideki Ryuga is a fake name. They all separate, but Light can uh, now call Misa to ask for L's name and write his death note. Um, yeah, just kind of more you know more more stuff more just like pure plot kind of things going on here yeah the the way they've got misa like tied up and in captivity is really insane though i i don't care for the police department in the series at all yeah why mm -hmm. do they even have this like torture equipment yep yeah and uh yeah, in chapter 33, Light calls Misa, but L picks up. He had swiped Misa's phone when they met, and L then informs Light that they've arrested Misa on suspicion of being second Kira, uh, thanks to evidence found at her apartment. Um, they capture Misa and leave her without food and water, hoping that she'll talk. And yeah, she's like totally like bound up, has like a like a visor over her eyes and stuff. It's very uh, it's a uh, really bizarre to uh, to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, she eventually asks Rim to kill her, but Rim instead has her relinquish ownership of the Death Note. Uh, so her memories of having the Death Note, except for her love for Light, will be gone. This is what Light also wanted, but Rim tells Light if he doesn't free Misa soon, then Rim will kill him. Uh, Light understands and says he can get her out, and then he tells Ryuk that uh, this is goodbye. Yeah, the the UN needs to stop in here because or they need to like step in because. Mm -hmm. This police department is, like, committing war crimes. Yeah, this is insane. They're, They're torturing like... people, like, <laughs> depriving them of food and water. Yeah. I'm on light side at this point. Like, this uh -huh. is nuts. Yeah, yeah, this is an insane. You can't, can't be doing that. <laughs> also, this is, uh, you sent me the panel the other day, but this is where the Death Note reference in Assassination Classroom comes from. This uh, chapter opening page where we see Ryuk and Rin doing like a little standoff in the forest. For 34, yeah. So it actually yeah. it actually isn't. That's what I thought it was. But oh, the, okay. yeah, the one I sent, so there's that one in Assassination Classroom. It's actually from volume two when Ray Pember's wife is like walking away from light and Ryuk. They look really similar. Cause this is what I thought it was when we were reading assassination classroom, but then I like remembered it again yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, they're very like similar looking panels. Although this one is uh, really awesome. I think this is the, uh, the, the better yeah. panel. <laughs> this <laughs> chapter covers great. Um, and yeah, so then chapter 34, uh, Light gives up Misa's death note and he's able to retain his memories because he still has uh, kind of his own, but he loses sight of Rim. Uh, he then tells Ryuk to um, kind of like relinquish his control of the death note the next time he says get rid of it. Light goes to the task force headquarters and tells L that he thinks that he might be Kira um, and L reluctantly agrees to lock him up for an indeterminate length of time. Um, this is a pretty wild chapter two i love uh the look on the dad's face when light says that he might be kira it's <laughs> just this, like completely over the top like shocked look um yeah it's yeah. awesome he's going through it he's already had a heart attack once like. yeah he's had a heart <laughs> yeah light's dad uh you know i wrote light's dad in the in the death note last week he redeemed himself this time he's 
Yeah, had a heart attack. He's had some great reactions here. Drove a a, a van through a TV studio. Yeah, this dude, he's a, uh, you know, he was he was pissed at my commentary last week. <laughs> um. All right. Well, do you have any other notes for this year? Do we want to move into our uh, kind of what went well? Oh uh, yeah, let's move into it. Um, okay. I think for me, the pacing was a positive in the last episode and it's a positive here mm-hmm. the series manages to get a lot done in a short amount of time which is i think good for like a mystery series mm-hmm. um and yeah like i i think especially in che- in volume three i think volume four is a little bit slower but yeah mm-hmm. they but- really breeze through the whole like college entrance exam which mm-hmm. is a good thing in my opinion yeah well i think Volume four is a little bit more of a slog, but I think that's more just because it's so wordy. But even it moves along pretty quickly. Like reading back yeah. through the uh, the summaries, I was like, "Oh, there was a lot of stuff that happened in here." Um, mm-hmm. It's just like you know, reading through the actual chapters, it feels a little bit bogged down. But yeah, the pacing is uh, exquisite. Um, my first one went well is Misa's reveal and kind of her yeah. her role in the story. Her reveal is great. She gets the reveal that uh, like L should have gotten right, like where you know you you get like a hint at her, and then like the next chapter or whatever, it's like okay, this is the character, this is what she is. You know, here's her little like weird quirks and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think last week I mentioned how Oba and Obata do like pretty terrible job with uh like the female <laughs> characters of the series that's still the same with misa she you know they make all of them just completely incompetent like damsel in distress types almost um yeah but i will say i do like that she she's kind of like a second ryuk where she just you know has these kind of like ridiculous one-liners every now and then that, that are a little fun so yeah i don't think they necessarily like uh treat her like in an intelligent way but she you know she has some some funny lines and some fun stuff going on so i'll you know i'll accept that at least yeah um and i was actually gonna say misa's like the art of her Mm -hmm. although a bit like weird yeah she's drawn really cool her clothes are sick and Mm -hmm. i like i said before i like the characterization we get of her by like her laptop stickers and things around her room yeah. i think the internet and like technology although outdated today are drawn really well mm-hmm. in death note like we get like the internet explorer logo <laughs> like real uh real tech companies appearing on like phones and laptops and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah that's it cool. helps add to the realism a little bit mm-hmm yeah, and you know, I think uh, other than maybe Ryuk, Misa has the best style of anyone in this uh, in this series. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, my second what went well is uh, I kind of already mentioned it, but that page turn where we see the armored van driving into the TV station. They they do this like quite a bit where they have like you know this just kind of plain panel and then something just like batshit insane on the next one or like you know some ridiculous reaction shot from a character on the like when you flip the page um i think that's like really smart and done really well throughout this series um, yeah so it was cool to see in in these moments um all right jude what do you have for uh for some gripes um for me i mentioned the volume four was a bit slower mm-hmm. and i think part of it is that 
sometimes they tell a bit more than they show in this series. Yeah. And I think sometimes we can already tell how Light or L feel about a certain situation or, you know, what they're suspecting. And mm-hmm. we don't always need to, like, go through each person's full thought process when sometimes it's kind of obvious by their actions how they feel. Yeah, yeah. So that goes along with my first gripe, which is that, you know, volume four as a whole is kind of a a drag just because it is so wordy. There's so many of these panels where like, yeah, like you said, we, we already know how they feel. And then we get like three boxes of text of like their internal monologue of like, you know, well, if I do this, then Elle's going to think this. But then if I do that, Elle's going to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, do I don't know if we necessarily need all of that. And it just kind of... Yeah, it, it makes those chapters a bit of a a bit of a slog to get through. Yeah. Um, all right. What's your uh, What's your second gripe, Jude? Um, I kind of remember not liking this part when I watched the anime, but like this whole part where they're both in captivity and like mm-hmm. trading their death notes and stuff. I remember feeling like it was needlessly complicated in the anime and a bit hard to follow. And I kind of think that's the case here as well. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how it plays out, but this whole thing with like a company getting a hold of the Death Note, which is hinted at at the end of this chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's a little, yeah, it's overcomplicated. A, yeah, it's a bit much. It's a yeah, it's real uh, hunter hunter kind of stuff. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, because that's like I'm watching, I'm reading this right now, and I'm like, why is like him losing his memory supposed to like help this part of the investigation i obviously this may play out in the next episode and i'm like oh yeah mm-hmm. maybe i'm just like stupid but i do feel like it, it's kind of introduced weirdly whereas everything else is done pretty clean yeah i agree um and then yeah my second gripe is just that the the whole task force is just reduced to kind of to nonsense they're incompetent they serve no purpose other than to just be like wow l that's amazing or what are you saying yeah. like like they're just there purely for like you know some of these reaction shots and stuff they they serve basically no no purpose at all at least up to this point there yeah. like what why is there even a task force they don't do anything <laughs> or they're just like human shields for l and light's dad at this point yeah, exactly. just like dying mm-hmm. <laughs> all right jude who do you have as your uh your your character of the week um i mean i i feel like misa has to be my character of the week yeah Uh, she's just like straight up iconic amazing style although she's not like the best written character Mm -hmm. she's one of death notes most iconic members of the cast and her reveal is pretty sick yep definitely yeah my uh my character of the week i'm going with uh with light's dad he redeemed himself for me. He has uh, just some hilarious moments through here. And I really think that panel of him like driving the bus through the, the TV station was so cool <laughs> to just turn the page yeah. and see that. Uh, so, yeah, I have to give it to give it to Light's dad. He's, you know, once again, he's kind of incompetent because he doesn't really help the, the thing. But he's he's fun to have in there. I love all, you know like he's pleading with Light or whatever when Light says that, you know, he thinks he might be Kira. Those are... Uh, just just pretty fun um for me i'm gonna put a light in the death note this mm -hmm. uh this episode yeah i feel like i think you know at points during the series since it's sort of a battle of wits he needs to like get taken down a few notches 
but he's really like up against the ropes for most of this part of the story Mm -hmm. and he makes a lot of bad moves he comes across as kind of desperate and yeah he's just annoying i don't understand why everybody is so taken with him yeah i agree i actually light was my kind of my 1a for putting in the death note it feels like he just kind of gets played every single time and then when he does succeed it's like he's just falling upward like he doesn't yeah exactly he hasn't actually done anything in these two volumes that i'm like oh good move by light it just kind of yeah it all just sort of happens for him yeah misa's the only reason he's like still going at this point yep Mm mm-hmm um, for this week, for the Death Note, I'm gonna put in. Uh, I'm gonna put in Ryuk, not because Ryuk was like particularly heinous compared to some of the other characters, but I feel like he was he was such a high in chapter or in volumes one and two that this felt like a little bit of a letdown. Didn't really have any like big Ryuk moments outside of like you know just a couple little one liners or whatever. Uh, so you know a little bit a little bit disappointing. He's. Uh, I think he is like firmly my favorite character in the series. And I think the best character yeah. and just uh, not a great couple volumes for him. I don't think. Definitely. Um, all right, Jude. Well, do you have any other uh, death note notes? We want to go with some, some quick recommendations before we head out. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's it for me. You want to <laughs> go first with the recommendations or. Yeah, let's see. I got to think of uh, my recommendation. I'm going to um, recommend. I, might have recommended this before, I'm not sure, but I just read the newest chapter and it was uh, pretty great. It's uh, March Comes In Like a Lion, the the manga. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's definitely up there in like my top, you know, like five or six manga I've ever read, I think. It's just, uh, it's real good. The art is really cool. Um, yeah, and it's, it's fun. It's like, uh, I don't really know how to explain. It. I guess it's like sort of slice of life, sort of like a sports manga-ish, kind of just a drama. It's It's got like, you know all of your genres in there there's a little bit of like a romance thing that is honestly uh not great it feels a little shoehorned but you know it's a a a fun series with good art sounds good and let's see my my uh japanese music recommendation of the week is the band sloppy joe and the album (laughs) title is with kisses four uh they're kind of uh, this album came out like 2011 and this band is basically just like a carbon copy of the smiths but with (laughs) japanese lyrics and vocals it's kind of absurd but they like they replicate johnny mars guitaristry with surprising accuracy and this came out during that whole boom like chill wave and Mm. neo like dream Mm -hmm. pop so you know it wasn't just happening in Brooklyn. It was happening everywhere. And yeah, this band, this band pulls it off really well. It's definitely an obscurity. I don't think this band really made any noise, but mm-hmm. cool album worth a, worth a listen. I could get down with that. I, you know, I, I would appreciate a Smith that doesn't have a, uh, you know, a, a, a Morrissey leading it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll have to, I'll give that a try. <laughs> uh cool well that'll do it for us uh this episode on sunday we'll have the um the next uh weekly shonen jump for issue number 10 and then next thursday we'll have uh death note volumes uh five and five and six i guess i think next week will be we'll have finished up the halfway point i believe i think there's 12 volumes total so yeah we're just 
we're cruising through the series yeah this is i'm happy with that we need more series that are clocking in right at 100 chapters yeah yeah i I agree yeah 100 to 150 chapters i feel like is a pretty good pretty good sweet spot you can tell you can tell a story but you know it uh you're not like super bogged down yeah all right yeah well that'll do it for us thanks for listening and hit us with the uh the five star rating we'll see uh see you next time